coming to you from the great American Southwest, from the great state of Utah, specifically central Utah. This is Conversations at Midnight. I, uh, I hope everyone has had a great week. And um, I'm going to be really honest with you. Mine was chaotic. Mine was absolutely insane. Nothing, okay, nothing outrageous where there's death involved or anything like that. But, well, kind of. <laughs> I'll get into all of it. I'll get into all of it. But it, it's nothing um, drastic. It's nothing cr- too crazy. It's just, it was a wild ride. Literally, it was a wild ride. So before I even get into that, I, you know, I just said that as like a little teaser, a little appetizer for the ears, if you will. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to say that we just get right into this, you know? Um, so before we actually, let me just get a few things out of the way. I hope everyone has had a great time. Uh, I have no current events. Nothing like that. My personal life, yes. Essentially, this entire episode is going to be about my recent current event. But when it comes to the world, no. I have no current events. Uh, n- nothing that I care to talk about. You know, I know that there's been some activity going on in other places of the world. Basic, well, essentially, Europe and things like that. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep saying this just here and there. Because I want people to understand why I haven't talked about it. But, once again, I'm... I won't be talking about it. I'll only bring it up for this purpose. It's just to say that Conversations at Midnight isn't talking about it at all. So, I am... Um, yeah, no, I, I, I just wanted to, to be very clear on that. So, anything that I wanted to share? No. No, there's nothing that I've researched yet. And, and you know what? In fact, a lot of craziness may have happened that I could have shared here. But when I get into the personal biz, then you'll see why. So... Um, the only thing I'm going to say is about the email. If you have any, if you have a story, if you have anything that you want to share, don't be shy. Please write me an email. Um, the email is stories at midnight at yahoo.com. I'll say that one more time. Stories at midnight at yahoo.com. If you don't want to replay it, that's fine. I'm going to say more towards the ending or if you're driving, and you don't, you know, you, you, you don't want to take your eyes off the wheel. Don't worry. I'll say it again at the end. Um, but once again, stories at midnight at yahoo.com. You can send me basically anything there. Um, ghost stories, weird stories, Bigfoot, animals, skinwalkers, the whole shebang. Send it to me. I will more than likely read it on the email. Uh, there's been a few people. Uh, two, to be precise, where I read their email and I shared their story. Three, there's been three people. I forgot about the one in the woods with the with the corpse. So three of those people. Uh, I've had three emails already, and it's been riveting. You know, so don't feel shy. Uh, I know one of the emails I got, I was asked not to share it, just because they were nervous. Don't be nervous. Y- you don't even have to say who you are. You know, just give me a nickname. Give me, give me something. You know, it doesn't have to be, but of course I will respect your privacy. Um, but yes, and if you are going to send me an email, please clarify that I am able to read it on the email. Uh, 
Because if not, I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I will respond to you and ask. But if you get lost in the sea of emails, I may forget to ask or I may get distracted. So, with all that out of the way, <clears throat> let's go get the candle. We're grabbing the candle for this one. This one's going to be a little intense. This week, I am not using the blueberry brandy. I know, big shock, big shock. It's done. It's done me a good for the past few weeks, and I, and I can't, I can't thank that candle enough. But right now, it's on break. This week for this show, we're gonna go with a more uh, musky scent, a more homey, I guess, if you will. I did it. I went back to Walgreens and I bought me another uh, candle, whiskey and tobacco. Couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. Uh, scents and spirits. They're $9.99 at Walgreens as of right now. I don't know if the prices are going to increase or anything. But for when I bought it, $9.99 whiskey and tobacco. Uh, probably my favorite scent uh, for a candle as of right now. Like I can't really think of anything. Yeah, it's just it just smells great. Very musky. Very. It's very um, and I don't know if this is the right word for some of you, but for but for me, it's very nostalgic. It just makes me think of old times, and it 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 has a warmth. It's playful on the nostrils. So, but anyway, I got my matches here. Okay, I got them here for everybody. So without a further ado. Uh, let's go light this, and I'm going to just jump right into it, okay? Now, for those of you who don't have a candle or anything, if you're driving, like my truckers out there, which, shout out to you, this is going to be a big episode for you guys. Um, oh, yeah, that was a great... Mm. Already, like, already the aroma is just attacking the room, and I love it. I I can't get enough of it, if I'm being completely honest. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow, what a beautiful scent. Well, while everyone else is still lighting up their candle or they're getting their wines or beers and whatnot, maybe their sodas, I, um, my truckers out there, you guys are sensational. My road trippers, you guys are sensational. I actually had a huge moment where I actually thought about my listeners who were on the road and I couldn't, I couldn't get enough. Um, but once again, keep, keep those wheels steady. You know, it's a, it's a little shaky out there. And let me tell you why. Okay. First of all, Hey Zed, how are you? <laughs> Just wanted to give a quick hi to Zed. Uh, the, my first ever fan from Australia. So big, big shout out to Zed this week. Um, but let me tell you what happened. And let me tell you why this episode is a day late. So one, I've been excruciatingly tired. Drained of energy. I, I just completely swamped um, to where... And I know I had, I, I, I had an episode loaded, like prepped. It was supposed to be scheduled. And I couldn't do it. I actually canceled it because I really wanted to share this as soon as I can with everybody so next week will be not i wouldn't say old but you know it was already pre-recorded and stuff that's the little inner workings of the podcasts but i am um, 
I already, man, that's such a nice smell. I'm sorry about that. That was, It just, you know, it hits you. Please, if you guys get the chance, go to Walgreens, Scents and Spirits, um, Candles, Whiskey and Tobacco. Sensational. 60-hour burn time. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, I just, I've been so dead and so swamped, and I really wanted to share this with you guys. So, if everyone's ready... We're going to dive right into this. We're going to, we're, we're just going to, feet first. Feet first. Let me dim every light in here. I just, I just want to relax. I just want to relax, you know? So, I am, um, man, I don't even know where to begin. Last week, I got a text from my uncle. Actually, a phone call from my uncle. I apologize. It was a phone call. And I thought it was something else, and I answered and picked up the phone, and it was my uncle. And he was calling me, and he essentially asked me if I can come pick him up. Now, for those of you who don't remember, one of my uncles, the only uncle I talked to, I, uh, for those of you who don't know, this is your first episode listening in, I'm very estranged to my father's side of the family. I try not to communicate with them. They try not to communicate with me. It's very mutual. Very mutual. Um, They're just really narcissistic. Very, um, very rude people. Pompous people. Um, And the way that I, this is just a little side thing, but the way that I live my life is I try to keep all that negativity away from me as much as I can. I used to be around it for years and I got nowhere. And I just couldn't. So I, I've been keeping just this far distance from them. You know, like all of them are still in Florida. <laughs> Every last one of them is in Florida. And I'm here in Utah. And that's actually one of the biggest reasons why I haven't moved uh, to, back to Florida. I actually got an email from a fan. And they and they asked like, hey, how come how come you don't go back to, you know, back back to Florida or anything? One of the biggest reasons is that. Is because I, I just can't be around them. And I know... I know that I can, I know it's like, you don't have to be around them in Florida, but ah, I just can't, you know, they're very, they're very mean people, Uh, very selfish, selfish is the perfect adjective for them, Uh, selfish, so I am, yeah, I just, I don't know, I tried to separate myself from other people from from toxic people toxic people you know that's just a that's just a big deal for me you know too much toxicity and it drags you down there's a saying in spanish i said it once on the podcast not in spanish i translated it but um it means show me who your friends are and i'll show you who you are and you know essentially you know that also applies to the people that you surround yourself with and so I, if I if I just kept surrounding myself around them, I I wouldn't get anywhere. And I know some people may argue, but that's not true. No, it is because when because when I did surround myself with them, I got nowhere. And so I just keep them at far distances away, and I and I love it. So and I'm not the only one in my family who has. My brother has, and my mom has, and so you know. But this uncle, the truck driver. Let's call him FJ. <laughs> Those are his initials. FJ. 
FJ, he, he's the only uncle that I really appreciate. The things that he's done, I could never, I could never be any more grateful for it. He's done so much for my family and my father in the past that I'm just grateful for him. And his words of wisdom are sensational. He, he truly is a wise man. And that's the uncle that called me. He gave me a quick phone call. And I answered the phone and I said, hello? Because he never calls me. But this time he did. And I was like, hello? And he's like, hey, buddy, how are you? Hey, Tuesday, listen, man, I need some help. I said, yeah, what's up? And he tells me that he's stranded. And, um, and if I remember the name correctly, um, oh, man, what was it? North Bend, Washington. That's where it is. North Bend, Washington. He sends me, uh, or he tells me, he goes, hey, yeah, I'm stuck in the middle of North Bend, Washington. And my car just died. He's like, the transmission just completely died on me. He says, you know, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to give it the oils that it needs, things like that. He gave it a, um, he gave it about two quarts of Lucas oil. And... He said, you know, I'm going to try to push it as much as I can, but you're the only one near me in the sense of distance. So is there any way that you could, if you can, and before he could finish the sentence, I said, do you, do you need me to go and pick you up? And he goes, yes, if you could, that would be amazing. I said, okay, great. Um, listen, I'm going to try to go as soon as I, as soon as I can, but I don't have the car right now. Um, but when it's available, I'll be sure to use it. And he said, absolutely. So I didn't get the car until about ooh, 7 o'clock at night. I had to think about that one. I'm sorry. Around 7 o'clock at night. Well, sometime, maybe around 6 o'clock, he calls me. He goes, hey, Tuesday, um, listen, I was able to push the car as much as I can, uh, as in he drove it, but he pushed it to its limits. So he's like, I pushed it to the limits as much as much as I can. It's starting to get weird with me. He goes, it started overheat. So I pulled over and I'm, and I'm in a small town called Yakima, Washington. And I said, okay, well, that's fine. North Bend from Salt Lake City. Because um, I, was, I was around the area at the time in Salt Lake City. North Bend is about mm, 13 hours from Salt Lake City. Drive. At least that's what Apple Maps told me. <laughs> and so I said, okay. And so he pushed it to Yakima, which knocked it down to around, uh, I think it was around 10 hours flat. And so I told him, I said, okay, well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive to you. So I got the car around 7 o'clock. I prepped the car. I got it. I prepped everything, checked the oils and all that. My father is a mechanic, so you know he, he showed us how to do that growing up. So the basic maintenance, basic understanding. So I checked the oils, checked air pressure, things like that, and I thought, okay, well, then that's it. I'm going to go hit the road for 10 hours. And that's exactly what I did. I, ladies and gentlemen, I jumped in that car. And I brought one of my doggies, Whiskey, 
and he took the front seat and we hit the we hit that road man and uh, i stopped at a i stopped at a um at a at a drop at a um at a gas station wow i can't believe i spaced out on that on a gas station and um i man what is it called trenton i don't know i forgot the area in utah but um tremonton tremonton there's a gas station it's a i think it's a texaco and an arby's you know it's one of those mixed where they have a restaurant in the gas station I stopped by that one. I don't remember the exit, but if you're if you're in the Utah area, I'm sure you've seen it a lot. But it's a Texaco and a, and and an Arby's. I went in. I got some snacks. Uh, I got a couple drinks. I got two monsters. I bought two Monster Energy drinks, and I uh, I prepped the car. I, I I I put air. Maybe around two of the tires were a little low. One was insanely high. It was like 42, something like that. It was crazy. So I prepped the tires, got them all leveled right, all equal, and I hit that road. Nine hours straight. I just, man, I drove and I drove and I saw so many things. I, I, it was, Man, I can't even explain it. There's there is a there's a majesty when you're road tripping. It's not easy. It's not. And I can tell you right here right now. It's not easy road tripping, especially for like those amount of hours hauling like that. It was it was challenging. You were, and there's a, there, there's a lot of, it's a huge mental game. It really is. It, it's a huge mental game. You're constantly thinking, you're constantly going. And here's the thing about driving. It's crazy that essentially, you know, you know, you don't do anything physically demanding. You know, you're just moving your hand and your arms and your foot, you know, like that's about it. But the strain that it does on the brain, man, you get so tired. You're constantly alert. You're constantly focused. At least I am. And I hope everyone else is. <laughs> but for me, I'm constantly alert. I'm constantly focused. I'm, I'm, I rarely would blink. You know, I, I was so focused on driving and the curves, the ups, the downs, the, the, the weaves, the bombs, all of it. It was gorgeous. And there and there was a beauty. Driving past truckers, going to strange little cities that you never would even think of, you know. And I and I constantly drove past these 18 wheelers and I would take a glance at them and then I put my eyes back towards the road and I kept having these thoughts of, you know, these are people with stories. These are people doing a job. Just like everyone else, except for their office, is that cab. You know, their their expertise is the pavement, and they just keep trucking. Pun intended. You know, and I felt like I was one of them. 
even though I wasn't, as silly as it sounds, I felt like I was mended with one with them. We shared that road. You know, we were we were going through the veins of the country. And it was beautiful. And I saw these mountains. And I saw these hills. I cut through Idaho first. So I left Utah and I cut through Idaho first. I've already been through Idaho a few times, but I went past as far as far as I gotten, which is um the Boise, you know. I didn't go any any further than that, but when I got past, I had to cut through north of Idaho and I took an exit that took me straight to Oregon. But north of Idaho, you know, there was construction on a highway. Okay. And we had to drop speed and it turned into this one lane highway and I was behind this 18 wheeler and I know I know that the people behind me were frustrated and they wanted to move fast you know they're constantly in this fast pace and I hate that about about America I hate it about America and 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 I didn't and that's not something I hate because of the trip no I've always hated that about America Living in Japan, seeing them go at their own pace, at their own time. Granted, of course, they're not lazy, but, you know, they they gradually move in their own beat. You know, they go to, they go to their own flow. They ebb and they flow. Here, it's like everybody feels as if they're the king of the road. Everybody feels like they always have to be somewhere. Quick, quick, quick. And it's so stupid and I hate it. I really hate it. You know, I, I can't understand people like that. And I and and I don't know. Especially truckers. Like I mean like the big pickup trucks. Screw you guys. I'm sorry. I <laughs> not every person who owns a pickup truck is a jerk, but most people are. You know, they always want to run you off the road and they have this weird mentality where, well, my car's bigger. So which is funny because a lot of them like to like mess with truck drivers, like eighteen wheelers. And I sit there and I go, well, based based by your mentality, that 18-wheeler, you should be fearing him, <laughs> you know? But I don't know. It's just this weird complex, and I hate it. And just seeing them. But I wasn't annoyed with this guy because we all had to move at that pace. We all had to share that road. And I don't know. And I'm not saying I felt a connection with him. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is just it was nice. <laughs> you know, it was nice to get to be absorbed in this in this highway, you know, and then I drive out of of Idaho. I make it out of Idaho. And I keep driving. And I have no idea where I, I'm just following the GPS. And then I see this big old sign. Welcome to Oregon. That was the first time in my life I ever even went to Oregon. I've never made it that far out there ever in, in, in my life. And I see that sign. Welcome to Oregon. And I went, Whoa, we're in Oregon? And I just, I crossed over this bridge. And we, and we weren't going fast, probably like 40 miles an hour around there. The speed limit over there in Oregon, I feel like they take it serious. I'm not sure. But man, they, they dropped the speed and I went over this bridge, over this beautiful river. It's actually a lake, 
but over this beautiful river. And I look over and you could just see ships out with, with their lights on, like these small boats, you know, and they had these lights on and you could see there was one boat in particular there. Uh, there was a guy sitting out on the deck and he had like this lawn chair and he was just sitting there staring at the water. And I thought it was beautiful. And going around these, you know, these hills and, and it was beautiful. I was on Interstate uh, 84. I was on Interstate 84 going straight to Yakima, Washington. And I just saw everything. And it was granted, it was dark. It was like two in the morning, but the moon was out, you know, and I, so I could see the outlines of the hills and the mountains and the, and I just, I, I was absorbed. And I start going around and ups and downs. And then I pass through Baker City. I believe that was the name. Baker City, Oregon. And that was just looking over and seeing all the lights. Passing by a motel. You know. Imagine the age. Imagine the people who've passed through there. Imagine the joys and the sorrow. Imagine the weird things, you know, the unusual. And I drove through that. And and my dog was with me the whole way. He was looking through the window. I didn't have it rolled down because it was really cold, but he was looking through the window and he would look front towards the windshield. And he just, you know, he just he just sat there and he absorbed it. And so we start leaving Oregon and we enter Washington. And uh, I thought about my dog. I thought, okay, you know what? We're going to have to take a little pit stop because, um, you know, you probably have to pee and poo. And so we, we drove a little bit longer. We're, we're, we're in Washington at this point. And that's when you just start seeing the pine trees. I mean, a ton of them. And I hit this part of the, uh, a, like a part of the interstate road where it, it was winding left and right. And you had to drop your speed to 90. And I was doing that. I was, I was, because I was pushing about 80. And then I would drop it down to 60 just to go around this curve. And when I was doing that, when I hit that part, it was probably about 10, 12 miles of just windy roads and hills and mountains. And I'm driving, obviously, but, you know, I'm driving and I'm going left and right and I'm going around these big bends and I'm dropping down to 60. And I look in my rearview mirror and I don't see a light. And I look in front of me and there's no cars even remotely close to me in front. And in the opposite lane, there's no cars coming towards me. And it was like that for miles. Miles. It was just me in the road. And I just sat there and I thought, what? This is rare. And so I opened up the sunroof. And I cracked the window a little bit. And the fresh air just came into the, came into the, into the car. And Whiskey lifts his nose and he starts smelling the air. The freshness. 
and that fresh air fills my lungs. And I did something completely outrageous. <laughs> and don't, please don't, don't ever, ever do this, but I thought to myself, how many chances do I get doing this? So I grabbed the knob that operates the, uh, the exterior lights and I turned them off. I had the running lights on. I turned it off to where the, just the running lights were on. So you see this orange dim on and the rest was just moonlight. It was, it was dim enough that the moonlight took over the whole view. And I turned off the radio. And I just coasted. I put, I, I put that car in, in a smooth neutral. And I coasted straight down. I was going down on, a, on, on an incline. So it was enough for me to just keep rolling for a little bit. And I sat there and you just had the air cracking through. It was blowing, just this nice hum. And it was dark. The only thing that I could see was the moonlight, the moonlit road. And I adjusted the car to where it took up both lanes. I was going right down the middle. And it felt, it, it looked like that road was infinite. And I cannot explain it to you. I, there was a beauty. Seriously, I mean it. There was a beauty to that. Out of the entire drive, I think that's one of the experiences I'll never forget. Just hearing just, just, the, just the slight whisper of the tires running right down that highway. And feeling that air. And hearing the air cut through the pine trees. It was like they were all singing. And it was beautiful. I felt, I really felt peace. And it wasn't long. It was probably within a time span of 30 seconds. And I experienced all of that. I actually felt one with the earth and with my own consciousness just for a little bit. And of course, I had to come right back to reality. And I turned the lights on. I rolled up the windows. I had the sunroof close. And I went back to my normal concentration. But for that brief moment, in that brief moment, that was one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced in my life. And so I kept driving. I kept hauling it. And then I thought about my dog, of course, and I thought, well, he has to use the bathroom. So I pulled over. I stopped at a rest stop. Very ominous name, but it's called Dead Man's Pass. And there's a, apparently there's a, <laughs> there's a part of the interstate road that's called Cabbage Pass or Dead Man's Pass, but they have a rest stop called Dead Man's Pass rest stop. And I stopped there 
If anyone is familiar, that's where I stopped. I stopped there and I I got out of the car and I went to like this little area. And man, that rest stop, it was essentially they, when they made it, they just went into the woods, chopped down some trees and put a rest stop right in the middle of the woods. And there was trees surrounding the whole rest stop and it was gorgeous. It was so beautiful. And I let my dog use the bathroom and I was standing there as he was doing his thing. And I just looked up at the pine trees. For those of you who don't know, pine trees are my absolute favorite. I Classic good old pine trees. Love them. I cannot get enough of them. And I was just staring up at the pine trees and looking at the sky. It was a little cloudy. It wasn't clear, but it was still beautiful. And then the wind came right through them. And you can hear the wind splicing through each pine. It was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. I felt so alive. I, I, I can't even explain it. I just felt like... I felt like <laughs> being a nomad, <laughs> essentially, is what is. it just felt good, you know? And it made me think of so much. Just, just that road trip made me think of so much. But I got my dog in the car. We jumped right in the car and we got out of there. I just, I'm not a fan of rest stops, especially if I'm alone. So, and I, good old USA, I was packing heat. I had a, uh, had a nine millimeter pistol on me. My Beretta M9A3 right there on my hip in case anyone tried something funky. But no, I, we, we jumped back in that car and we went down to the actual pass itself we went down we had a uh, cut through uh the cabbage pass the dead man's pass itself and it was this it's this crazy windy inclined hill and there is these two trucks next to me these two 18 wheelers and i'm so sorry i doubt that they're even listening to this but if somehow miraculously they are i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry for getting so close to you i got close to one truck and i felt horrible i think i scared the dickens out of him but i felt bad but man no i i put that car in uh in a, in a as i said before in a smooth neutral and i just coasted right down dead man's pass and man i was just weaving and seeing the road to cut through these through, through these mountains it was gorgeous I felt like I was going on a mission, which I was, I guess. I really was on a quest, but man, I, I was weaving through all of it. I make it to, uh, I drive probably after that, probably about another hour, an hour and a half. I might be getting it wrong, but about an hour and a half, I'd say. And I made it to Yakima. And my uncle was, uh, he was, he, he was at a Denny's him in his van at the time of the recording the van is still there in that parking lot as of right now but he um man i go there and he's sitting in the back of the parking lot next to the uh, next to the dumper next to the dumpster excuse me and the denny's if i'm not mistaken ooh. The Denny's was, well, I had to transition from Interstate 82 
to, I mean, from Interstate 84 to, I believe, Interstate 82. He was just past Pendleton, if my memory serves me right. Pendleton, Washington, if I'm not mistaken. And I think I had to cut, I think I had to get off Interstate 84 and go to, yeah, I think I had to get off Interstate 84 and get off to Interstate 82, if my memory serves me right. From there, Interstate 82 took me straight to Yakima, Washington. And I believe the Denny's, I believe the Denny's was southeast, I believe so. I could be wrong, but I believe it was southeast. It took a few roundabouts to get through and all that, but I believe I ended up right there at at, at the Denny's next to a gas station. So if anyone has ever been through there, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And I stopped there and I saw my uncle. He put his things in my car and we took off right back. We turned right back around and went straight for Salt Lake City. So, yeah, we just took off, man. And we can we go through and I saw more of Oregon and Washington awake somewhat. I slept through a good chunk of it because, you know, 10 hour drive on my own. I was tired. But when I did wake up, it was gray. It was this beautiful gray color outside. And I loved the rain. And obviously, I was in the two best states for the rain. <laughs> so, you know, I sat there and I just, you know, I just looked at the mountains and I looked at the beauty and I looked at the open plains of Washington and Oregon. And we, and we made it back. And my uncle and I, we talked about life, music, women, love, the family. We talked about all of it. And we were two souls sharing a moment on that road, on that interstate. Because of that trip, I gained a uh, a strong love for Interstate 84. I, 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 just, I just did. I love it. Can't get enough of it. I wish I was back on it right now. And it made me, th- you know, it, it makes me think of that concept of time like I was talking about probably in my first four episodes. I forgot which episode I was talking about it. Oh, I think I was talking about it in the uh, in the Ghosts from My Past where I was saying about that quote from Bones where time isn't as linear as we think it is. Where perhaps it's just just moments that are constantly existing on a loop over and over and over. And if that's the case, then I'm still out there on that road right now. I'm still there. I'm still on my way to pick up my uncle. And I'm still feeling alive out there. And I wonder how many ghosts were driving with me then. How many moments were continuously happening that I can't see. It makes you think, huh? It makes you think if you're in some very old apartment in New York City. It makes you wonder how many meals happened in that like the kitchen area of yours, you know? Or if you're living in some old house, how many how many baths or showers were taken in there, in that bathroom of yours? How many tears were shed? How many laughs? How many smiles? How many frowns? You know, we're continuously 
growing. We're ebbing on, you know. So even when we die, I guess we're still existing some point in time. I guess the only I guess the only thing is that maybe death really is just being forgotten about cuz then those stories go with it. And then that's all they are, are forgotten tales. One day whoever hears about this for all of you who hear about this and this is a grim thought, but whoever knows a or whoever hears this podcast and hears me talking about it, you're the ones who are going to remember my journey on Interstate 84. But if something happens to me in the podcast and the podcast gets wiped out and, you know, I'm long gone in time, you guys one day will go too. And then that tale will end. The knowledge of me being on on Interstate 84 in that moment, turning off my lights, coasting down on a moonlit road. It'll be forgotten. And then that's all I'll be, is a forgotten memory. That's what we all would be eventually, at some point, unless we're, you know, written in stone, almost quite literally. I guess that's why we have to enjoy what we have. We have to appreciate all of it. And I guess that's what I'm trying to do. I think we all need to do that more. We can't forget who we are. We're more than just that, right? We're more than just stories that we tell each other. I came back with my uncle probably about on Saturday, Saturday night, Saturday, the 20, oh, Saturday, the 19th of March. And I was so tired. I went to sleep immediately. I hugged him, gave him a kiss on the cheek. Well, we went out to eat, but I hugged him, gave him a kiss on the cheek, laid down and I went to bed. Woke up the next morning. He took one of the cars that my uh, that someone I knew was selling. A friend of mine. And he jumped in that car. And he took off. And it was raining. The rain followed me all the way to Utah. And I couldn't be happier. I saw him take off. He made a right around the corner and that was it. He took off straight to Kansas. That was his next destination. He had to do another transport. That's why he was out there in Washington. He was a he was he he has a um a CDL class B. So he was transporting vehicles. And he had to do another job. And that's why he needed my help so fast, because he had to do another job. So he went straight to straight to Kansas. He had to cut through Colorado and make it to Kansas. And that's where we ended up. Well, that's where he ended up. I stayed here. Tucked between two mountains. <laughs> and just like that, the journey ended.
as fast as it came it ended i think that's the weird thing about road trips you know they they just end there's no huge clap no parade not even a high five it's just over and it's so bittersweet because you made it back home But then you show up back home and there's not much for you there. At least for me it did. It felt meaningful being out there, you know. <sighs> it was one of the best moments of my life. It was something so small. But it was so beautiful. We have to remember that as people. We have to remember that. It's gorgeous, but... I think we have to just keep remembering who we are. You know? And we have to go to the next journey. I think... I think something so appropriate... <laughs> so appropriate for this song of the week... This song of the week, let's, um, here, I'm going to type it out. Let me see. Let's do Road to Nowhere by the Talking Heads. I think that's going to be this song of the week. Road to Nowhere by the Talking Heads. I suppose that this is a great time to end it. I think the conversation is, uh, closing. I'm sorry that this episode isn't so grandiose. I'm sorry that this episode isn't so crazy and impactful. If it is, then that's amazing. But if not, I'm sorry. I just really wanted to share it with everybody. To the hundreds of you that listen to me, I wanna just wanted to share that. I appreciate it. I appreciate this as one of my outlets. So... Until next time, till next week, the sun is apparently closing on this conversation, and I think it's appropriate that we end it here, right? So once again, song of the week, Road to Nowhere by the Talking Heads. So until next time, until next week, coming to you, west of the Rockies. Oh! Oh my, I almost forgot. The email. <laughs> I said I'll mention it at, at the end. Um, sorry about that. Sorry for the switch up, but just really quick. My email, once again, if you have a story, if you have something that you really want to share, if you have a story that you want to send, if you're tired of being shy and you want to just <clears throat> share with me your tale, do so. You don't have to share your name or anything at all. It'd be cool if you told me your lo your location, you know. Hey, I'm so-and-so from, I don't know, New Jersey. I don't know. That, that'll be cool. But you don't have to do that either. But if you have a story to tell, send it to me at storiesatmidnight at yahoo.com. I'll say that one more time. Storiesatmidnight at yahoo.com. So, that being said, 
with the song of the week, Road to Nowhere by the Talking Heads. This has been Conversations at Midnight coming to you west of the Rockies and from the great southwest state of Utah. I hope you all have a great week. Hope you have a great time. Thank you so much for listening and have a great night.